Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe and Gravity Falls. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. Hey, Sam. Hi. Uh, this is the first of our Steven Universe episode discussions for the Overly, Overly Animated Podcast. We're a new podcast, just started uh, a few weeks ago. You can find information on us at OverlyAnimated.com, and we're going to be covering every new episode of Steven Universe, uh, hopefully the day it airs, from here into <laughs> into Until the indefinite future, you know? Uh, this is our, this is, Steven Universe is really the main reason, uh, one of the big reasons I wanted to start this general animation podcast, and it's the show's incredible. Um, I recently caught up on it a couple months ago, and I want to... You know, I want to discuss every episode of it, and there will be five of those this week. We're in uh, Sardonic's week, Stephen Bomb 3. We'll be having podcasts up every day this week, hopefully, like, within an hour of the show airing, maybe except for Friday. Um, I want, We might want some time to digest Friday. I'm assuming it's going to be big, um, but we'll see about that. So, uh, yeah, I hope you, if you haven't heard of us before, I hope you check us out, OverlyAnimated.com. We podcast on animated movies in general. Tonight, we're going to be covering Gravity Falls as well. Also very excited for that, and uh, I hope... Just and excited to discuss um, "Cry for Help" the today's episode of Steven Universe right now. Yep. Uh, spoilers for "Cry for Help" throughout this podcast and the rest of Steven Universe as a series. Uh, Sam, hmm. what did you think of "Cry for Help"? We just I, saw it t- like ten minutes ago. I it was a really good episode. I really liked it. Um, I don't know. It just it was just hitting all all the points and on all sixes right there. I don't know. It was it was good. I liked it a lot. I especially liked um, the focus on Amethyst and like her emotions, since we haven't really seen too much of Amethyst. I, I think this is the best uh, Amethyst episode of Steven Universe. Amethyst, ever. best a- Amethyst episode of Steven Universe Amethyst. ever. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I think compared to how they incredibly they've handled Pearl and Garnet, Amethyst's character development has been lagging behind a little bit. And I think her like focused episodes in the past, specifically on the run, was like I guess the previous best Amethyst episode, but I wasn't I didn't think that was one of the top tier episodes of the show. I think this replaces this now as like the foremost Amethyst episode. Really? I always I always like maximum capacity. I like that episode a lot. Yeah, I mean there's other good ones. I don't know. This is I, I just I just in general think that um I'm happy that we're getting more focus on her, at least this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like Cry for Help. Um, in general, I'm a little skeptical of these fusion introduction episodes. I feel like they're a little gimmicky and um, can don't rely necessarily and like maybe put the storytelling second and like the plot of the show second to just oh here's this cool new gem fusion look i love the cool gem fusions but um i think sometimes they sacrifice the story for the coolness factor do you think that happened here no this episode did a great job of balancing the two and i'm really impressed um this is just another example of how incredibly the show is progressing uh, it's it's just every single episode is at least good and many of these have been incredible and i genuinely think i said this uh when we did we kind of recapped the last steven bomb podcast if you guys want to check that out but genuinely think steven universe is the best show on television um it's hard to compare to gravity falls because that show is airs very infrequently but um the it's just this is more evidence for it and i hope the rest of the episodes this week are as good as this one um this episode was storyboard and written by Jeff Leo and Joe Johnston. Basically, the who I who I see is the team who does the big episodes. The all the they're the go to team for the important ones. Although other storyboarding teams have had 
big episodes as well. These guys are the the top tier team, and in almost every one of their episodes is incredible. Top tier, the top tier team. Yeah, um, that's very you. Um, yeah, it is. Before we get into specifics of the episode, the other big thing I think to talk about is the fact that they are this episode this week seems to be a continuous storyline running throughout all five episodes this week. This episode ended on a cliffhanger and is clearly leading into the next episode, something that I'm not sure has ever happened on the show, aside from, like, the finale of the first season and, like, the mid-season finale, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, well, so, I mean, the thing to discuss from this is that um, they seem to know that these Stephen Baum weeks are happening while producing this week. I'm going to assume that every episode this week um, ties together, like the, some of the creative team has been saying. Um, so that implies that... Cartoon Network had already presented them this Stephen Baum plan of airing an episode every every day, and they are now creatively planning around that, which is very interesting. It's going. It maybe might lead to a new, um, a new focus on a new direction of storytelling for the show. I don't. Maybe I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, it depends if they do it again past this week. But um, it it also this also could imply that this is Cartoon Network's regular uh, plan for airing episodes now with the show. Which would be kind of weird. But it is weird. It is, it it's like, weird, but I like it. Like a week of Steven Universe every month or every other month. Um, I don't know why they're doing that. I mean, there's precedence here. Maybe they do this with other it's shows. Like a, maybe it's like a promotional thing. Nick, um, Nick did this with the last season of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, did it with the last season of that. They did it with did the last season of Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom, too. Yeah. So this is... So. The, the, this, see, previously, I thought of this as a Nick burns off episodes tactic for the end yeah. of the show. Nick hates ending shows. Um, and they, they, I don't think they do this anymore. They used to just like, they, I don't know why, but they thought that ending shows was like the worst thing for ratings or for their bottom line. So they just rushed them off at the end. Um, but that's not, doesn't seem to be what Cartoon Network is doing here. They seem to think that building hype around a show with as dedicated a fan base as Steven Universe is a good idea. I don't know if they do this with other shows though. I don't really follow much of their other stuff. Um, but it's, I mean, I don't, I'm not unequivocally opposed to this airing format. Uh, as long as, as long as it's like consistent every other month or every month, I mean, it's better than Gravity Falls having one episode every three months or something like that. You know, that's, <laughs> that's it's fine. better than Disney. That's the consolation here. Okay. Um, let's get into the specifics for Cry for Help. Uh, I, I'm just outlining it as it's going. I don't, I generally don't like, oh, let's talk, say every plot point that I'm in the episode and go over it, but it's a 10 minute episode, so I don't think it's that bad. Um, I guess in general, the, um, well, no, let's start with the big thing, right? Uh, the introduction of Sardonyx, uh, the fusion of Garnet and Pearl. What she's you, so great. What do you think of her, Sardonyx? She's great. I like her. She's so adorable and, like, cool. She's she's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. Magic mom. Are they all just cool moms because they're Steven's mom? No, th- you need to, like, get with the program here, Dylan. All the kids, like, how they talk about, like, Garnet's square mom. Pearl's bird mom. <laughs> oh, the get with the kids on this. Yeah, one. like like get with, get with the program. Yeah. Uh, at some point, they list adjectives. Sardonyx lists adjectives to describe herself. Uh, where have I? Where do I have that written down? She is intelligent. She is uh, specific, intelligent, accurate, elegant, controlled, graceful, powerful. There's a few ones I missed too. And sometimes she smashes things. And sometimes she smashes things. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the storytelling tactic of having your new character list off adjectives about themselves? It works for her. Like she's a <laughs> we need, she's a magician. We need Mel to comment on this. Right, college writing major. I don't. I don't know if she would. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. Like, it's a very character-specific thing. It's a very striking um, introduction for her. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, she's, it's an incredibly appealing introduction for this character. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. This, I don't know if this is what I expected from Garnet and Pearl. Like, kind of, like, it makes sense, but like, she's yeah. so, hmm. she's so specific to, this is such a specific type of, I mean, she's such specific, but she's also such a specific type of character. Um, mm. uh, do you, what do you think of uh, benching um, Sutherlite, um until the end of the episode, of course? Uh, like, I think this makes, to me, I have a very, okay, so I have a very Pearl-centric perspective on this show, and I, I, think, yeah. I feel like Sam kind of agrees with me, but, like, Pearl's the best, and I think Pearl makes the most sense, kind of. I guess Garnet also makes sense, but, like, um, I think it makes- What do you mean by makes sense? Well, like, like not going to Suglite, because she's irrational. Like, being she's the like most irrational. Yeah, yeah, like, that is, that's, oh, look, this is something, why would you ever fuse into her? Like, if- Well, is, it's, like- well, last time it didn't work, so let's try something new. I mean, they said yeah, that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I think this, like, them benching her is um, a prudent thing to do. Uh, like, I I think they should just go to the best. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the Pearl Garda fusion is the best one. Shouldn't we just always go to that one? Well, until Pearl just is, Until Pearl is just Pearl the entire, like, this episode. This is, this is a very Pearl conflict at the end of the episode. Oh, um, her meddling like this. this the Pearl haters are going to be out in force after this one. Yeah. The, the, I am. We are not pearl haters here on on the overly animated podcast. Nope. Pearl is my favorite character. I, I hate nobody. I I love pearl. Well, we yeah. Every character is good on the show, but pearl is especially excellent. Um, I I just found like obviously pearl. What pearl is doing here is bad, but I didn't find it to be um despicable or like unforgivable or anything like that. Much I like just, her, much like her previous meddling in the flashback episode with. Um, I just sighed really deeply. Like, oh. Yeah, it's like sigh, the typical Pearl. That's what I was. Like, oh, you know? Pearl, you just need. You just. You're so human, even though you're not. Maybe we're being too forgiving of Pearl. I, well, I Sam, Sam, our fave is problematic. I think. <laughs> I mean, everybody's problematic. Everybody, There's that's not a, a not a being on the surface. That's that the thing with that. I mean, I think it's a meme on Tumblr, but like your fave is problematic. Yes, if a, a character should be problematic on a show, their character should have flaws. Yeah. Pearl has flaws. Pearl is very real to me. This is this felt like it's just very real and it was very built up based off of Pearl, all of Pearl's actions. Um, what do you think of Garnet and Pearl's fusion dance and Pearl's um, interactions towards Garnet in this episode? Um, Do you see them as any sort of romantic at all? Pearl's feelings towards Garnet. This sort of, yeah, a little it, bit. It, she's, yeah, especially with their dance. Like it's hard. It's hard to tell for sure, but um, it's hard to like separate um, like just intimate feelings from romantic feelings, especially with like these interactions between these age thousand year old gems. Um, but. It seems like Pearl was um, kind of like embarrassed and eager, very eager to fuse with Garnet and stuff like that. Um, and I guess the question is: Is she does she like want to be wanted by Garnet? Not necessarily in like a romantic sense. Um, like she want attention from Garnet, or is she actually have romantic feelings for Garnet? I don't know. Maybe she just wants to be wanted in general. I think it's that one. I I, I don't I don't necessarily think this is definitive proof of uh, Pearl romantic feelings for Garnet. I would also that. I don't, how does that work? A gem romancing a fusion of a gem. I'm like, not really sure. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, We're gonna have to think about. I that. hope that show the show gets into this type of uh, this um, polyamorous type of things. But yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking about that the it whole would, time with a pearl garden and amethyst. Like, yeah, it would be really interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that this is proof of pearl's romantic feelings. I think that's a possibility, but. Uh, I don't think it's proof. Also, another thing related that I just remembered from the episode that um, we can talk about this is Amethyst kind of 
Amethyst is super sympathetic this episode. She um, is. And she, like, really, she's like, sigh, Pearl. And usually she's antagonistic towards Pearl. Um, but she's, she gets it. Like, you can tell that, like, she understands why Pearl's doing what she does. And she says to Garnet, she explains that um, they both just like the feeling of being, um, uh, that we're both weaker than you, she says. Um, and we like, you're so much stronger than us. And we like the feeling of being powerful when fused with you. Hmm. That's really interesting because it's very obvious from watching this show that uh, Garnet is the strongest. Like, I don't know yeah. if they've ever explicitly said that, though. Um, and I think that's a very realistic, I, that's a feeling you can, I mean, we can't relate to gem fusion, but um, maybe this is, I mean, gem fusion is just like obviously an analogy to uh, relationships and has been for many, many episodes of the show. And I guess the analogy here would be that uh, like Somewhat like, like Amethyst understands the feeling of being like stronger when she's with like Garnet. Well, it, not that this the like if she if fusion is a relationship like the you understand the feeling that you're 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 stronger like you like yourself more when you're with someone right so, yeah like, like that's hmm. kind of what I feel like the show's going wow. for there. That's so interesting. Wow, the show does this very frequently. Yeah, I, I know. I, 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 I'm just like thinking about it because yeah. I was like, hmm. It's I think it's an interesting concept to consider. Um. What so talking about? Oh, the okay. So the other big thing that happens here is uh, Peridot um, recording this message, which is kind of just the setup for it. But I, how like, do we know it's not Pearl in costume? <laughs> or the gar- the Peridot no, shaped it, cactus, dude? What about that too? It, it was probably it was Peridot. No, it was Peridot. So her message. Um, I tried to frantically record it, even though it plays it several times. Um, she says that she's rec- talking to Yellow Diamonds. Their mission has been compromised. And to me, the most interesting part of her message is that they are, um, she's broadcasting from the abandoned Crystal Systems colony, Planet Earth. Uh, I'm not, have they ever said Crystal Systems before? That's my big question. Crystal Systems. I mean, like we, can, a... we can Google it, but I don't remember them saying that before on the show. No, I don't think they have either. I don't, I don't remember. The, I also don't remember them saying on the show that uh, Earth is a colonized planet of the... I mean, it makes sense. Like, that's basically what they... This is like Half-Life in the Combine. Wow. <laughs> but, uh... Eugopotamians. What does Crystal Systems imply? Like, is it imply it's not just one planet? There's yeah, not just a yeah. home world? I'm, that's, how I, that's what I think, yeah. Yeah, that was like the big thing that stuck out to me early in this episode. Like, it's a systems, a systems, but, like, seriously, what is that even? Oh, my God, it's just Half-Life. Uh, I, Steven I Universe is Half-Life. I don't think it's just Half-Life, but uh, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what this means. Um, uh, broadcasting to Yellow Diamond. Um, in promotional art from Comic-Con this weekend or in the video, or, or then, the, like, there's, like, an extended intro, which you all should check out. I assume that's not from an episode. Half-Life 3 confirmed. It's Steven Universe. No, not Half-Life 3 confirmed, but... <laughs> uh yellow diamond is kind of like shaded in a in um this extended intro and we wonder if we'll be seeing yellow diamond at the end of this week are they building up to that oh we should or are we saving her for the season finale probably oh, God, we're gonna see all the diamonds are we are we gonna see all the diamonds at some or point see- at some point in the future i'm sure this is like oh this is like really good anime this is <laughs> steve that's a good description of steven universe it's really good anime i think that's true uh I, it's like I, Dragon Ball Z. It's like a non-bad version of Dragon Ball Z. I, speak for yourself. So I was a very big fan of Dragon Ball Z. Me too. When I was 10. <laughs> Me too. So I'm but not going to sit here and say it's the highest critical quality show. Um, so I I'm, I'm, don't think we'll be seeing Yellow Diamond this week. The show moves very slowly. I would be surprised 
if we saw her. I'm thinking mid-season finale. But maybe this week is the mid-season finale. I'm not sure how many episodes are in the season. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also, big news is Steven Universe got renewed for a third season. Good. Yeah, and we're not, I don't think we're even halfway done with this season. So we got a lot of Steven Universe to go, which is great. So much. Yes. If that, this is the one show that needs to keep airing. It, need, it, needs to ha- it needs to keep airing and it needs to have security in its, um, in its uh, thing. So they don't like make a season finale that could serve as a series finale. Like Shows do that sometimes when they don't know if they're continuing. Mm-hmm. Like we need like this to like go at its own pace. Okay, uh, what do you think of how crying breakfast friends functioned within the within this? Episode? Well, it was obviously a, <laughs> an a ob- thing. yeah, an obvious um, analogy, right? To what's do you going think on. she can forgive pear? Yeah, <laughs> pear. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I don't know. Remember at the end, they're like the spoon with the blue eyes forgives pear. What does that mean? Oh man! And then pear has the dark red eyes. Sam, what's going to happen to your Crying Breakfast Friends fan fiction now? I was writing that. <laughs> I bet someone's writing that in the fandom. I didn't know I was writing that. I but... mean, I don't know. I guess I'm assigning this to you now. Oh, I'm not going to write it. Uh, it's the, the ending, I think, leaves it ambiguous. One would assume that this uh, rift between Garnet and Pearl will continue throughout the week and oh, will not so be resolved sad. in next episode. Although The rifts. The Rift. No, not The Rift. Uh, the uh, Avatar comic, no. Um, what else happened here? We haven't been going in order, which is cool. Um, we talked about their fusion dance. Um, talked about... The song. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Amethyst song. We, so at the beginning, we were like, this is the best... I was like, this is the best Amethyst episode ever. We barely talked about Amethyst. So... Um, wow. <laughs> uh, I This is also my favorite Amethyst song. Yeah, I really like the song. It's only like... 20 seconds but uh, I, I like the instrumentals I, i'm guessing that this song is called make it up to you or can i make it up to you that uh, that seemed to be what it would be we, we have to wait for like rebecca sugar to post it or something but yeah it was yeah. it was really nice um is like like kind of like light instrumentals or uh, mostly just down at the singing and stuff and it was great uh and uh, again i, I think this re- i think this replaces like on the run is amethyst's best song still not a Obviously, I didn't think On Their Own was like a top tier episode or well, song or whatever. Isn't that Amethyst's only song besides? This? Isn't there what? Is that? that isn't that Amethyst's only song besides? Might, this? Uh, it might be. Yeah, ah, I it's Amethyst and Steven, Yeah, there's a lot of episodes, kids. There's a lot of episodes. We might be forgetting some, uh, but yeah, I liked it, and I'm eager for them to post that online and probably the demo of Rebecca yeah. Sugar playing it on her little thing. Hurry yeah. up, Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, oh, can we get like the fiftieth Rebecca Sugar demo, please? There, we're, yeah. we're yearning for it. Yeah, yeah t- time is a uh, waste here, Rebecca. Come on. <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, okay. Um, don't, don't. What else happens? Uh, notes, notes, notes. They stay, Stephen and Amethyst stick out. They find Pearl. There's the stuff with the cactus. Uh, they confront, yeah, what do you think of they, them confronting Pearl right away? Like, if, it, if this is a different show, then this, like, drags on for, like, the whole episode. But this is Steven Universe. They immediately confront Pearl. Well, no, it wasn't immediately in the time. It was like the next day. Well, in within the runtime of the show. Well, I'm glad that they did. That's what I would do. Uh, uh, re- re- well, yeah, but reverting, re- going back to um, this Pearl's potential romantic feelings thing. She said, there's so much fun being sardonics with you to, uh, to Garnet. Oh, Pearl. Fun. Interesting. I don't know. Also, uh, the other thing I want to point out is that Amethyst's song uh, is, seems to be sung to Garnet, specifically. 
That's what I thought. Yeah. So that's it's interesting how both of them are very focused on their relationship with Garnet, um, but not with each other. Amethyst and Pearl. I don't, it's I guess it's because Garnet's like the new leader, and before then they seem to be very focused on Rose. Yeah, that's true. So they're it, just. It, it would make sense that um, Pearl would have some sort of romantic feelings towards the new leader after she was so obsessed with the old leader, right? Yeah. Yeah, like it's like I don't know residual feelings towards that type of power or structure. Also, Garnet's just like really cool and stuff. I mean, yeah, everyone loves Garnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a person out there who doesn't like Garnet. There's Pearl haters. I don't think there's Garnet haters. Yeah, everybody Although does. we disagree with the Pearl haters. I don't know if there's Amethyst haters. I, I'm probably, maybe I'm as close as they come. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't, I, th- this episode did a lot for me liking Amethyst. I'll say that. You should love all of the moms. <laughs> all of the, uh, the moms. Um, the, other, the other Amethyst episode we had recently was her regeneration one, right? Oh um, yeah, the one she didn't where have she a song in that. Though, did, she? did she what? She didn't have a song in that. No, did I she? don't think so. She just rejected. Unfortunately, not all the episodes. I like. I, what I like about this characterization, man, this is it's just not her ter- stereotypical silly characterization, right? I yeah. think it's. I think they've struggled with making profound points about her as a character while she's still being this type of, type of uh, jokester character that she is, and. Yeah. They just decided here to just take that element away, and I think that's fine. I didn't think she was out of character here. I think it was fine. And I don't know. Things just got serious. Things just got serious. That's what happens sometimes, yeah. People have to adapt. I think Amethyst has been serious in the past, but it's when, like, plot plot things have happened, yeah. Are you arguing this isn't a plot thing? Well, it's not, like, the end of season one plot thing, right? And it's also, also like, she's been in the background while plot things are happening. Oh, you should make that a vlog. Amethyst in the background. Amethyst in the background. That is a reference no one will understand. Okay, so, yeah. I don't know. Do we miss, Are we missing anything here from the episode, this 10-minute episode? Like all of them? Oh, there's a GameCube. Do, has it been established? There's always, yeah, there's yeah, always okay. been a GameCube. It's very prominent here. There's always been one. Yeah. I don't know why it's not like a game sphere. Like uh, I used to like have a GameCube when I was a kid. I have a GameCube like, still. It was defective. Sigh. And it, it just, okay. Nobody cares about there my you go. GameCube. Uh, what what are your predictions for this week? Um, I, I assume we will be seeing Sardonyx again, considering. I'm not sure. <laughs> considering this is called Sardonyx Week. Yeah, I mean, what do we know about the summaries? Uh, I don't know if we need to go. Tomorrow to the is like a road trip thing, whatever. Greg. Yeah, I think tomorrow's. I mean, I can pull up the summaries while I talk. I'm interested to see how this is like a recurring plot thread because we've never seen this happen beyond two episodes before. Like, yeah, Gardner was angry at the end of the episode. Yeah, she made yeah. like a face. At the same time, I hope it doesn't. Um, this doesn't. It's not like a forced conflict that we stretch out throughout the week. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow's yeah. Keystone Motel. The group takes a trip outside Beach City. But I thought, yeah. wait, what? I thought that was, I thought there's a Greg thing. Maybe there, I, I think there's longer summaries elsewhere. Greg somewhere. Wikipedia also has these summaries. This, Wikipedia has these summaries up right now. Um, Stephen aids Amethyst in, no, that's a, that's a later one, in, in reconnecting with old with a friend, old friends. That's a, that's a description for an episode that's not airing this week. That's interesting. Okay. Garnet Gar- Amethyst has friends. It's on TV Guide. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm with well, who's there with us as friends? Okay. Uh, the gems find and search an old spaceship is Friday's episode. I am anticipating big things from Friday, but we will see. And then Onion and then Jamie happen. 
I'm skeptical of this onion episode, but we will see. On it's probably going to be like a fun, a fun. I don't think fun, but weird. onion has not been the best side character so far. I mean, he's his the gag with him is interesting. It's funny, but like it's only one one thing. So I guess it's be interesting to see how they deal with this character more. Well, he's onion. He's onion. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the context of other Steven Universe episodes, is this like a top tier episode? Like a right below it? What do you think? Why do you have to make me? put things in the box. I'm not asking you to grade it, okay? So uh, this is better than that. <laughs> You're asking me to put them in the tiers, which are boxes. You're just not asking me to file the boxes. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. I guess it is, yeah. Do you think it's, it's a top-tier episode? Yes. Do you, think it, do you think it's as good as Sworn to the Sword? Maybe not as good, but yeah. it's up there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Like, my top tier of episodes, as I stated last podcast, Sworn to the Sword, um, Jailbreak, and Rose's Scabbard. And then there's, like, another tier of also incredible episodes, but that's just not those three. Uh, I, I hate... This one might be in that tier, that secondary tiers. tier. I hate your tiers so I think, Or it could be one blow. I don't think this is the best episode ever, but it's very good. And like I said, I really like how they've... Um, they did this like gem fusion gimmick episode and made it into an actual thing, like plot. I don't think those were gimmicks before. It was just an introduction to what fusion was. They're very those uh, the previous episodes were very expository um, and mm. character, and this one was expository but also plotty. There you go. Okay, thank you. There you go. Okay. Um, I don't know anything else. Cry for help. Cry for help. I'm uh, impressed. She's a tuxedo Dorito. Oh yeah, yeah. She's. I don't. We can talk about her character model at some point, but it's interesting. Oh yeah, her weapon is the fusion of their weapons, and it's a battle. What does he call it? A battle axe. He calls it like a warhammer. A warhammer, warhammer. Yeah. Steven calls it. That's pretty cool. I like it how it's like a magic wand. There's a little star at the end. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Magic mom. <laughs> Aren't they all magic moms? Yeah, but like she's like she's like Vegas magic mom. Like Vegas magic mom? Yeah. Okay. Like uh Siegfried and Mori. Ah, I see that. <laughs> Vegas magic. That's not how I would describe that, but okay. I see. Uh David Copperfield. Yeah. I was about to say David Duchovny, but that's not the right guy. No. Okay. I think I think that's good. We'll be uh see so yeah, we'll no, be No, it's related. We'll have um steven universe episode discussions every day this week uh, should be out pretty soon after the episodes um i'm dylan heisen that's sam quattro sam where can we find more of you briefly uh, you can find me at cool mcr k-o-o-l-m-c-r on twitter and on tumblr stupid nervous all one word dot tumblr.com i'm dylan ova one word on tumblr and uh, i'm dylan underscore ova on twitter and you can follow this podcast, Tumblr, Twitter. All those links are at OverlyAnimated.com. You can support our Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, um, Shayna, Mitch, Cordell, and Beatrice. So we got Shayna, who's Haina, Shake It Like a Pool Ripperture, um, Mitch, Fever Mitch, Cordell, Cordell University, and Beatrice is Be- Bellatrix is Strange. Yeah, and you can get you can get a cool nickname like those. Although, well, I don't know. Maybe hopefully be they'll too. be cooler than <laughs> those. cooler than those too. But those are good too. Uh, if you become a patron, dress patreon.com/slash/overlyanimated. Also, note to Mitch and Cordell. Um, 
look at your patron patreon messages you need to join the facebook group or if you want to of course but like i'm having trouble communicating because patreon's message system is doesn't email you okay um school intercom message yes yes please report to the office please report to the office yes because things are hopping in the patreon exclusive facebook group and Sam is getting annoying phone notifications, so she needs Yeah, to it's, it's awful. I'm trying to sleep, and these children keep talking. Just, whatever. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, Gravity Falls podcast tonight. Um, Steven, more Steven Universe next week. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next, next time. It's, it's this week, not next week. This week, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.